Hi, I'm Will Federer, and welcome to Scratch Film. Every episode, we choose either a well-renowned director or actor who's popular for his or her masterpiece works and or, and or performances and choose a movie that didn't fit his or her portfolio as well as the others. Today, I am joined by Ben Taylor. Hello. Lucas Farage. Hello. And our special guest, Gavin Pinto. Hey. This episode contains spoilers. If you have not seen the movie we are about to review and would like to watch it before listening, come back later and compare your own thoughts to ours. If you are here after watching this movie and curious to hear about what we have to say, are listening to decide whether or not to watch the film, or just along for the ride, welcome. We aren't trained in critiquing films, so don't take anything too seriously. We are merely here for fun. On today's episode, we are reviewing 1997's Batman and Robin, featuring George Clooney as Batman. Clooney has had successful, prominent roles in movies such as Ocean's Eleven, Descendants, and Monuments Men. However, this movie is definitely a splotch on his resume. The movie focuses on, as the title suggests, Batman and Robin, as they take on the main villain, Mr. Freeze, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, as they try to stop his plan of freezing the world. Other villains, like Poison Ivy, played by Uma Thurman, and Bane, also show up to take down the duo. There are street races, prison breaks, ice hockey fights, frozen wives, flashbacks, and many, many one-liners. While this may sound like a typical action comedy, it ends up having many issues. So what went wrong? Well, we definitely have some ideas. Please sit back and enjoy our analysis of 1997's Batman and Robin. Production for Batman and Robin costed about $125 million compared to Ocean's Eleven, uh, one of George Clooney's more famous films, which costed about $85 million. And so Batman and Robin made internationally $131 million, so only about $6 million in profits, whereas Ocean's Eleven made $450 million and $365 million in profit. Profit of Batman and Robin was 161st of Ocean's Eleven, so that's a that's a not very good. So Batman and Robin got a 12% on Rotten Tomatoes, whereas Ocean Eleven got an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes and an audience score of 80%. Batman and Robin received a 28 on Metacritic as well as 3.8 out of 10 on IMDb. So overall, pretty horrible reviews for Batman and Robin. Indeed. Well deserved. So let's move on to the wacky moments. Um, I'll start off with a scene that I remembered because it was one of the ones that I wrote down. You know, a little professional stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at the very beginning of the movie, uh, not when they're getting ready to go, but when they're actually at the, I think it was, yeah, it was a museum. And it was when Mr. Freeze arrived and he's like about to freeze everything. And in the first scene, Batman falls through the ceiling, causing the glass to break, right? right. <laughs> but how come at the end of the museum scene, when he, when uh, Mr. Freeze shoots out his rocket, it <laughs> goes through the ceiling <laughs> the and the glass, glass breaks, breaks again? again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, really? Yes. Dude, there, was, there was a lot of things wrong with this movie, like I said, logically. Uh, isn't the glass already broken? Yeah. So. Yeah, just interesting stuff there. So one bad thing about this movie, besides that one museum scene, was the one-liners. Will already said it. They, they were just so bad, and there were so many of them, too. Um, take it away. So my favorite one-liner was from Mr. Freeze uh, before killing someone. He says, what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought he was going to say Meteor, but I mean, <laughs> I guess that works, too. He gets a freeze gun, fi- like freezes a dinosaur statue hoping that it'll crush batman and robin and they just move like four feet away and then he runs away not only that but like in the movie they added a dinosaur like 
like yell like a uh, growling noise. Why, why, when he, <laughs> they yeah, really? when it like broke apart, they like added a dinosaur <laughs> like. They did add a lot of really weird sound like, effects. Yes, that like, like when like, they <laughs> this is like not on the topic of one liners, but when Batman pulled out his credit card, it's like uh, <laughs> it's like ching. <laughs> oh, that's that's one of the best one liners. Show they're basically Batman and Robin are betting on Poison Ivy. It's this whole it's a complicated thing. Auctioning. Yeah, but then <laughs> Robin goes. That's a utility belt, not a money belt. And then <laughs> Batman pulls out a credit card from his belt, and it has like it says Batman, it has numbers on it. And he's like, I carry it around everywhere I go. And then there's like a cha-ching. Which that that's probably my favorite one. Yeah, I think I think Gavin's was my favorite, but another very good one. There's just so many like <laughs> cold jokes. Yeah, it's uh, Mister Freeze. <laughs> All right, everyone, chill. <laughs> Dude, I can't get enough of those. <laughs> It, like, it's not even that he said that line. It's the way he says it. Yeah. He's just like accent. He's like, yeah. all right, everyone. Yeah. And, and like at some points during action, the only things characters are saying to each other are one-liners. It's like one-liners <laughs> yes. and then one-liner. And there's like not dialogue. Honestly, like for the first like 10 minutes of the movie, it was all one-liners. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was like, when is real dialogue? Yeah, happen? yeah. So getting off the one-liners, uh, one thought that I thought was really, really weird uh, in the movie was the flashbacks. Uh, there's like two of them in the movie, and they kind of come out of nowhere, and don't have any like meaning, I guess. But they're like actually surprisingly genuine. Genuine. Um, one is when Batman, as like old Batman, looks down a hall and sees his younger self and Alfred. Like he stumbles, and Alfred helps him up. And it was like surprisingly, like up until this point, it had been super action packed and really stupid. But then I was like, oh whoa, it's like an actual good yeah. acting and stuff. And then. They, like, forget about it, have a bunch of really dumb more moments, and then, like, they have another flashback, and then, I don't know, it, it was just really strange, because they tried to go for, like, emotional parts, I guess, but it just didn't work. Yeah. Um, another, like, this, it's just off the topic of uh, meaningless scenes, and one that I really thought was meaningless, as well as, I feel like it took up a good portion of the actual uh, cost of the movie, was the racing bike scene. Yeah. Especially since, like, you were like, oh, this, like, you know, introduces Robin to Batgirl, which she didn't know. She was Batgirl at the time. But still, it, it introduces the two. But the way it ended was so stupid. They're, like, falling off a bridge almost. Yeah. And he just, like, takes – it's just really stupid. I just didn't understand why it had to be a bike race of, it, of all things because it was just, like – it just cost so much. And the whole plot point of her being a biker and stuff really led to nowhere. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I it, it, it just – it was just completely useless and just – I, I, I just didn't get it. I mean, it makes sense after you watch the movie that, like, you're getting to know Batgirl. But she's only introduced as Batgirl at the very end, like, yeah. the last few scenes. And so you're just, like, meeting this random character that you don't know. Like, like, and it's just really pointless. Yeah. And the way they introduced how Alfred was sick with her, she was like, like I bet you didn't. you don't even care about Alfred. Did you even know he's sick? Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's no point in getting mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang, bro. Yeah. And the entire movie is just Robin whining about yeah. not being like the main <laughs> guy. He just like do this much. isn't a reason to like fight about being the main guy. Yeah, like half, half the conflict in the movie is just with between Batman, Robin and Batman yeah. over yeah. who gets to like who gets poison ivy. Yeah, who gets poison ivy, and then it's just like so useless. And then like the one time where Robin said to Batman that he's gonna go solo, mm-hmm. you see Robin in Batman's house the next morning. Which I thought was kind of odd. Like, yeah. they said he, he said he's going solo, but he's still. Yeah, didn't he, like, storm Batman. out? 
Didn't, in the movie, didn't Robin just like storm away from Batman? He's like, I'm done with you. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> it's like the You're next done. morning, he's just like there. And then like, he goes morning. into Batman's house. Yeah, anyway. Well, the ending on this movie was also like really strange, in my opinion. It, there was no real closure between any of the characters, and there was just a lot of confusion that, like, me as someone who was just watching it was just left with. Um, for starters, Mr. They never actually killed Mr. Freeze. He kind of just, they kind of tried to be emotional and just let him back and live his life in the prison and like try and help his wife. I, I didn't un- really understand that. And there was just nothing that led up to that. So, yeah, that's just lost. The movie basically like ends with Batman being friends with Mr. Freeze because Alfred's sick with a disease that Mr. Freeze is magically able to cure. And so, like, he saves Mr. Freeze's life in order to, like, have Mr. Freeze cure Alfred, and then that's kind of like the end, and it's supposed to be a happy ending, I guess, but it's just kind of weird. Like, he doesn't take down the villain, they just kind of become friends. Yeah. I feel like they tried to make the movie sort of a more unconventional ending, like a different ending than most, like, actual movies, but, like, I feel like it was a good ending, because that, like, sort of made sense, but everything leading up to that just didn't, like, make the ending seem good. Like, in a different mm-hmm. movie, if they had different events and actually what happened... I feel like it would have made the ending seem better because it just was not. I I thought the ending was was pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) I don't I don't know. I didn't I didn't like the closure we got, and also it's like they wanted to like make a make a I guess second movie. Did they make a second movie? No, I I think it was like the third in the series. They did like there were different Batman movies at the time, but they weren't really like. I mean, some of them had Michael Keane. Um, there was like a Batman Forever. Uh, which was in 1995, which was two years before Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. And there's like a there's two others. It was, one was with Penguin. One was like the original Batman with like the Joker. Um, and I think that maybe. Okay, well, too. I mean, besides that, like, besides we didn't get like much closure. It just kind of, just kind of sucked. Like, I, I I agree with Ben. They tried to make it like unconventional, maybe, but it's like it wasn't good. Yeah, like, you want to see the bad guy. I mean, defeated. And I guess he's defeated because he ends up in prison, but it doesn't really feel yeah, like Yeah, like, yeah. And also, can we talk about how, like, just forgettable this movie is? I, <laughs> I can only remember, like, three things that happened, and I was watching it with my mom, and she actually was like, oh, this is so boring, I'm leaving. And I had to stay to, like, watch the movie. But at many points, I was very bored. Yeah. Back in third grade, I used to be fan of these movies. But, I mean, I was a kid, and then, like, to show how forgettable these movies were, I only remembered, I think, one scene. And it was when Batman and Robin were fighting Poison Ivy under the, like, where Mr. Freeze's, like, little base was. And I only remember, like, that one part. And I, like, I've seen this movie, like, at least three or four times when I was younger. You but, <laughs> yeah. I actually, I actually like them. I, I don't know why. Now I watch it, I'm just like, how, how did I like this? Mm-hmm. Because I just didn't remember any of the scenes other than that. Like, I yeah. don't remember the ending. I didn't remember anything else. The action is also not good. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not. <laughs> there was, like, one actual fight scene, and it wasn't even... It was when Batman and Mr. Freeze were on the, on the little telescope thing, and that was, like, an actual one-on-one scene. Besides, like, the Batman versus Bane. But, like, everyone knew that Bane was going to win. Yeah. Because he's just fucking <laughs> literally on roids. Um, but, I mean, the even the fight scene was not that good. Coming up now on, I think, our and our fans' favorite, maybe. 
is our funny reviews, I think. So I have one from Bipolar Sky Fairy. <laughs> the most entertaining movie I ever watched on shrooms. Never laughed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I would not watch this movie on any sort of drugs. So uh, my r- funny review that I found came from uh, just reviews on Google, and this one comes from High Cupson, and he says, The acting was so bad that I think the entire cast took shots of vodka before filming. Yeah, probably. <laughs> literally. Ben, my review is a little more positive. From uh, Persephone Bell, five star review. Love this film, she says. Poison Ivy is sexy, sexy and attractive. George Clooney is ugly, sadly. Robin, is, <laughs> Robin is played by Justin Timberlake or maybe Eminem. <laughs> Alicia Silverstone is not as cool as Ivy, but still cool. Rubber lips? Where can I get some? Pure genius. Mr. Freeze thoroughly convinced me that everybody freeze is the only absolute. It says a lot about society and our capitalist government. (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger, please DM me and tell me what highlighter you use, you sexy beast. (laughs) Poison Ivy being a furry completes this film for me. (laughs) Oh my god. I'm going to recommend this film to my professor. The cherry on top is Corey Ham's cameo. He was robbed at the Grammys in 1997. If you are a fan of this cinema like me, please write a good review to get the score up. The Batman and Robin fandom is dying. <laughs> so so please show support in any way you can. Seven people comment for this. Mine comes from Dave Keir uh, from the New York Daily News. He gave it a two out of four, I guess. And he said, there's plenty to look at, but nothing to feel. Why would he give it a two out of four? <laughs> no, I give it He's feeling generous. Here's one from Theo ninety nine man. It was a pretty cool movie. Why are you? Why are you? <laughs> <so> <laughs> why are you <laughs> your that was a great review. This one's from Sloppy E. And it was pretty recent. It was January twenty first of this year. And said the worst movie I ever seen. One star. I'm surprised people are still returning. Yeah, I don't know why people are watching this movie. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. I guess, I guess maybe because the new Batman is coming out, so yeah. maybe people are yeah. like, oh, want to watch let's this one. How. Well, uh, I I tried to watch it on HBO Max, and they mm-hmm. removed it two days after like I saw it was on HBO Max. I think that's why a lot of people came back because they removed like I don't know, they removed like three Batman movies yeah, from the yeah, yeah. So. All right, this next one comes from Sam N, and he says, "By no means is it a good movie." But it's a good movie to me because I seen it when I was like seven and because it has Arnold Schwarzenegger spelled wrong. So in good, five stars. I like how he says like when he's typing. <laughs> was like seven. <laughs> that that sounds like seven. <laughs> it sounds like it's like a voice recognition. <laughs> like it's actually him typing. It's like I was like seven. <laughs> so now we're going to do our own reviews. I'll start it off. Um, I give it a four out of ten because I was like it's one of those movies that is bad but you can laugh at how bad it is like with the with the one-liners i was just laughing at them um but besides that the action the rest of the movie is pretty pretty good um i'd give it like a a solid 2.7 out of 10 i thought it was pretty crappy um (laughs) there's nothing really memorable besides arnold schwarzenegger being bad <laughs> like yeah. it's i don't know i didn't think it was that cool everybody chill <laughs> <laughs> dude time to break the ice <laughs> yeah th- i mean that's that's pretty much the only thing i'm going to take away from this so um for me i'd probably give it a two out of ten um and the only reason why is because the soundtrack 
about this since I was a kid, and that's that's the only reason why. Um, and especially the only the reason it's a low score too is like I just didn't enjoy watching it as much as I thought I would have because I remember I liked these movies when I was little, and this was one of the only movies, um, for like where when we watched Gemini Man and Jack, I watched that like through, like in one uh session mm-hmm. because I, I I did get bored of it, but I still was able to at least go through it. For Batman and Robin, I watched like an hour and I was like, okay, this is just. I'm, I want to do something come else. back. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back later and finish it, and that's just how bad it was. Yeah, it, it's a two hour movie, but they could have totally made it an, an hour, hour thirty. Uh, yeah, hour thirty, uh, even like an hour if they cut out some of it. It just goes on and on. And that's why I was mad when they introduced uh, Batwoman. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, dude, come on now! Yeah, <laughs> like, it's yeah. so long. Yeah, uh, I I'd have to give this movie a one out of seven. I just didn't think it was that good, and I could barely sit through the first. 20 minutes of the film while being sleep deprived. I, I I didn't laugh at any of the jokes besides maybe, maybe the Ice Age one, which is so dark. <laughs> I didn't laugh at that actually. I love those. And yeah, there was, it was just pretty bad. It was just bad. So those are our thoughts on Batman and Robin. Now we're going to throw it over to Patrick, you editing, to do the outro. Hi, this is Patrick doing the outro. Thank you for listening to this episode of Scratch Film. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to leave a review on whichever listening platform you are tuning in on. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Please let us know what you would like to see in the future and what you think we could do to make this podcast better. Also, let us know who or what you would like to see us critique next. Follow us on social media, at Scratched Film on Twitter, at Scratched Film Pod on all other platforms, and visit our website, www.marispodcasting slash scratched film to get involved in our community. Have an ice day. Ha <laughs> ha!